0: Welcome to the Tell Us Something Podcast, I'm Mark Moss. Tell Us Something is true stories on a theme shared without notes in front of a live audience. Everyone has a story, what's yours? This year I'll be featuring other podcasts I'm listening to and think you should check out. If you enjoy Tell Us Something, you should check out The Raven Narratives. Listen to stories from the high desert, brought to you by Sarah Severson and Tom Yoder, who host live storytelling events in the cities of Cortez and Durango, Colorado, and release those stories in podcast form. Sound familiar? Like Tell Us Something, The Raven Narratives breaks down the gap between teller and listener. Storytellers share their true personal stories without notes in front of crowds of around 200 people each time The Raven Narratives hosts their live event. For a taste of The Raven Narratives podcast, check Check out David Butler's Glass Insulators story at ravennarratives.org slash stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, The Raven Narratives. If you enjoy the Tell Us Something podcast, please help us get people's stories heard far and wide. Recommend us to three of your friends who have never heard of Tell Us Something. Thank you. Also, please rate us on iTunes. This episode of the Tell Something podcast was recorded in front of a live audience on March 20th, 2018 at the Wilma in Missoula, Montana. Eight storytellers shared their story on the theme, right place, right time. After years imagining the life and rhythm of Africa, Heather Adams visits Malawi in Southeast Africa. The moment she steps off the plane, she's vibrating on a higher frequency, and her visit provides her more opportunity than she could ever have imagined. Heather calls her story in and out of Africa.
1: I always wanted to go to Africa. As soon as I knew that it was a place, I absolutely wanted to be there. My father loved maps and would point out places on the map and say, go here, they speak this language, they do this kind of dance, they, there's this kind of rhythm, this is what the topography looks like, and we would just romanticize all of these places in, in the maps. Of course, we would get National Geographic every month and then I would find these places in National Geographic, but Africa, oh man, I mean, the colors and the sounds and the rhythm, and I just could imagine what it would all be like. Fast forward to 2012, I went through a pretty painful and messy divorce. So naturally I cut off all my hair, pierced my nose and went to Spain. what you do and luckily I have a friend that lives in Spain I wasn't just wandering around um, I have a friend that lives in Spain she happens to own a bar right by the beach she has an apartment on the beach with a balcony overlooking the ocean and you can see Africa And we would sit on her balcony and dream about going to Africa together. And she's a wildlife biologist. I mean, that's why she owns a bar. Um, (laughs) But she really wants to study leopards. Um, And I am in love with elephants and we just talked about how much we wanted to go. I get home, and about a year later, I have an emergency surgery that was terrifying. A year after that, I lost my father. A year after that, I lost my mother. And somewhere in there, I lost a golden retriever. My, my life was turning into like a sad country song. <laughs> and Africa was getting further and further away. Fast forward to last year, I get a call from my dear friend, Julian, and she says, hey, do you want to dance in the off the rack for the Blue Mountain Clinic fundraiser? I was like, yeah, any day that I can dance with Julian, I'm going to do it. Blue Mountain Clinic, of course, I'm going. So somewhere during that day, she says, I'm going to Africa. I was like, what? And she's like, with my sister and with my father and some other artists are coming from LA and we're going to teach. And I was like, can I come? She's like, great, of course, yes, if totally, you can come. I go home that night and buy a ticket. She sends me her itinerary in the email with the airport code and everything. I just buy the ticket. I wake up in the morning, I'm like, so where am I going in Africa? <laughs> it's a big place. <laughs> where, where did I just buy a ticket to? So I get uh, on the Google and I look up Malawi. Okay, Malawi, awesome, great okay, I'm I'm kind of doing some more research and I'm getting kind of panicked. I realize Malawi is not the Serengeti, it's not the Congo, it's not Egypt, it's not Nagoro, Nagoro crater. There aren't wildebeests. there aren't elephants, there aren't wild, the the big five is not there. They've been poached, the the population is desperate. AIDS, malaria, riddle this population. 80% of the time there's no electricity in Malawi. I was like, This isn't the Africa that shows up in National Geographic. This isn't the one that shows up in the Encyclopedia Britannica or all the maps that my dad showed me. What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Of course, talking to Jillian Moore, I realize how incredible this trip is actually going to be. There's 15 artists and mostly dancers, of course. Um, but, um, and we're, we're going and we're gonna work with 44 orphan girls in this Malangi village in Africa. And it's gonna be amazing. we're gonna do arts and dance and music. And we get to Africa. And as soon as I put my feet on the ground, it's literally like electric shock up my body, through my spine, my feet are vibrating. I realize I'm finally here, I'm finally here. I mean, I went to Morocco a few years before, but it didn't count. Um this <laughs> this was this, this was amazing. I was so excited. We do the camp It's unreal, I mean, these 44 girls, they were were sponges, they were soaking everything up and they were wringing themselves out every single day. They were so giving and they were so excited to have us there and we were so excited to be with them. Every morning they greeted us with music and dance as we were driving down the road. I wanted to cry, I wanted to scream, I wanted to break my heart into two and it was the most incredible experience of my entire life. I was so dirty and I got sick and it was terrible and it was awful and it was just the best. (laughs) It was absolutely the best. So a few days later we go to MUA Mission. MUA Mission is in MUA, Malawi, it's right um, on Lake Malawi. And there's a mission there, uh, lorded over by Father Claude Boucher, who J.R. Tolkien would have been super proud of. This guy is like dwarf king, right? He's like this bigger guy, he's got big hair, and he like smokes 5,000 cigarettes, and there's smoke sort of always whirling around him. And he has this like concrete desk that he sits at. I mean, it's crazy. They all decide that they're gonna leave the next day, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm not leaving. This guy's amazing. (laughs) I have to hang out with this guy. So I do. And Mua Mission is incredible. I mean, Father Boucher and others that help him teach the men of this village to um, carve the beautiful African woods, sell it, and then make their village a better place. It's absolutely an incredible place. Next morning, I'm kissing everybody goodbye. Sort of tearful, everyone's leaving. And I'm like, "Okay, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm kind of hungry. So I start to walk back to my room, and I'm like, oh, darn. My food just went off with them. Shoot. I hadn't eaten really much the day before. I had some toast that morning, so I was pretty hungry, but my food just went off with them. And then I get into my room and realize I've got two $100 bills and a credit card, which doesn't do you any good in uh, Muemish in Malawi. They don't accept American dollars. Credit cards are just like little pieces of artwork that sit in your pocket at this point. right? There's, there's nothing you can do with them. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? I got no money, I'm kinda hungry, so I go for a walk. And I go down to this amphitheater where they have services on um, most days of the week. And I go onto the stage, that's where I'm comfortable. Dancing, of course, not talking. Uh, But dancing, so I get onto the stage and I sit down and I lay back and I shut my eyes. And I'm kind of calming my, my heart rate down a little bit. And I become aware of there's turkeys off in the distance and they're gobbling and they're scratching and they're fighting with each other. I hear children behind me in the water playing. I hear women washing their clothes. I hear men talking as they're whittling this beautiful African wood. And I just think, ah. To come back here. I absolutely have to come back here. This can't be the only time that I'm in Malawi. This has been incredible. I have to see these girls again. I have to work with them more. And I open my eyes. I'm like, but I have to get out of Africa first. <laughs> I actually have to get back to Missoula so that I can get back here a year later because I can't stay here right now. So I get my phone. I have my phone because I've been taking pictures. I turn on the data, which is like $5,000, right? Just to turn on the data. And I start to text the people that are in the van that just drove off. I'm like, what am I doing? There's no like Wi-Fi. There's no, you know, none of that. But I check my email. There's a couple of new emails in there. The very top email was from Angie. Angie lives in South Africa. And she says, I got your name from a couple of different people. And they said, you're the person that should come and teach dance in South Africa next year. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Because I, to get to Africa, the first time I sold my Vespa, I sold everything in my garage. I mean, I was even picking up my little dog and saying like, all right, guy, how much do you weigh? I could get like 10 bucks a pound. I mean... (laughs) So I'm like, how am I gonna get back? How can I afford this? It's not a small trip. She says, we'll pay for you to come out, right? (laughs) So I get to go back to South Africa next, in a few months. I'll be able to go back to Malawi and do this arts and empowerment camp again with these girls, see where they've been the last year. And it's so, so exciting. So the Africa I went to see wasn't the Africa I thought I wanted, but it was the one that I ended up needing. And opening up my phone at that right time, it was, it was a godsend. It truly was. The, the stars aligned. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Heather. Heather Adams' early dance years were spent dancing professionally in Arizona and Philadelphia. After graduating the University of the Arts in Philly and training in New York City for a spell, a six-month visit to Missoula turned into a two-decade adventure. Jobs at a newspaper, a restaurant, an art gallery, a university, a children's theater, and a software company inspired her to found the Downtown Dance Collective in 2007. She still spends a considerable amount doing many other jobs, but now they are all about the arts and building a vibrant community. Tell us something is proud to be fiscally sponsored by Missoula Community Foundation, a 501c3 organization. Check them out at missoulacommunityfoundation.org. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Gecko Designs. The creative crew at Gecko Designs makes awesome logos that are off the hook. They build beautiful mobile-friendly websites for both large and small clients in Missoula and around the country. Visit the Gecko Designs team on North Higgins or online at geckodesigns.org. Dot com. The bookstore at the University of Montana. A local bookstore serving the students, faculty, and staff of the University of Montana as well as the Missoula community. MontanaBookstore.com. CabinetParts.com. The number one source for cabinet hardware since 1997. Anyone searching for the best kitchen cabinet hardware at a great price needs to go to CabinetParts.com. CabinetParts.com in business since 1997. Combines knowledgeable hardware specialists with the best online shopping experience nationwide. With fast and easy ordering, free hinge matching service, and same day shipping, CabinetParts.com is the direct source for all of your cabinet hardware needs. The Good Food Store. Supporting Western Montana farmers and ranchers for almost 50 years, The Good Food Store supports the local folks creating their own beer, salsa, baked goods, ice cream, and more. The Good Food Store is a passionate supporter of Missoula nonprofits, supporting multiple organizations, events, and fundraisers every year. Learn more at goodfoodstore.com. Logjam Presents, headquartered in Missoula, Montana, Logjam Presents is an independent and privately owned live entertainment company. Logjam Presents is the exclusive operator and promoter of the Kettlehouse Amphitheater, the Wilma, and the Top Hat Lounge. Working in close partnership with these venues logjam presents has created a unique artist and concert goer experience that is unmatched in the northwest LogjamPresents.com. fact and fiction where books authors ideas and readers interact fact and books.com missoula broadcasting company locally owned and operating four stations the trail 1033 missoula's quality rock and part of our unique western montana community featuring local djs who love missoula and know their music jack fm 105.9 Playing what they want. U104.5 FM, your at work listening station, and ESPN 102.9, focusing on city, state, and regional sports, giving exposure and insight to teams and athletes in and around Western Montana. Learn more at MissoulaBroadcasting.com. Enlightened Lab Float Center. Enlightened Lab is a spa featuring sensory deprivation or floating as a wellness therapy. Unplug, reset, and recharge in their state of the art float tanks. Learn more at EnlightenLab.com. That's E-N-L-Y-T-E-N-L-A-B.com. Martin McCain, Woodworks and Design. Learn more about Martin and his work at Facebook.com slash MartinMcCainWoodworks. Missoula Federal Credit Union. Find them at MissoulaFCU.org. Thanks to Cash for Junkers, who provide the music for the podcast. Find them at CashForJunkersMusic.com. Podcast production by Mark Moss. Thank you to everyone who attends the events those of you who download the podcasts, and most especially to the storytellers Alex Miller, Michael Puri Hirik, Sarah Black, Heather Adams, Jane Doherty, Ellie Costello, Mark Moss, and Kat Verner. Remember, your story matters. Check the website to listen to the story archive and find out how you can tell your own story. TellUsomething.org.